So we continue our discussion of the conversation between Ramananda and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And as we heard last night, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked Ramananda for further evidence as to the glory of Radha's love in terms of its capacity to captivate, subjugate Krishna. And he was very keen, uh, very astute, I should say, in his analysis of what had been uh, suggested with support from the scriptures by Ramananda, he had referred to the uh, Rasa dance and um, Krishna's departure from the midst of the other gopis, along with Radha, the other gopis searching after him, finding his footprints and hers, and so on and so forth. This is evidence that she held a position that was um, such that that um, she alone embodied more love than all the gopis combined. This is kind of the argument, but Mahaprabhu questioned that, well, why then did he secretly take her? Seems like he was a little afraid what the other gopis would think, so he's somewhat under their control, hmm? also hmm? somewhat subjugated by their love, not entirely subjugated by Radha's love, and completely controlled um, by her. And so Ramananda said, oh, well, I, I, nobody's asked me anything like this before, but there is something I can say. And so he refers to now a book uh, entitled Gita Govinda. Hmm? Gita Govinda was composed in Sanskrit by a minstrel hmm, named Jaidev Goswami. Hmm? And um, he lived uh, some time before the advent of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He's one amongst a couple of others, Chandidas and Vidyapati, that uh, uh, who had written love poems about the love of Radha and Krishna that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu drew from, heard select verses from Sarup Damodar, from Ramananda later on in his Leela when he was successful really in following the advice of Ramananda here. This is the beginning of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu being systematically schooled in the nature of Radha's love for Krishna, which he, which he is in pursuit of. He is Krishna in pursuit of that love. And so um, he, these lessons will be put into place now when he returns to Puri. He's in South India now. And there he'll systematically cultivate that to the point where he withdraws from the society at large and, and, the, and the Sankirtan and the public. And he remains in private. He stayed in a room called the Gambira. Gambira means deep. 
So it's a very deep place, a very small room, but a very deep thing happened in there. Hmm. The whole world could drown in what happened and find, find room, space, hmm. in that in that small room, stone room, called the Gambira. Hmm. The quality of what took place in there hmm, is uh, the, the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu entering into the, really becoming Radha, entering into the, tired, entirely into the mood of Radha is so, um, such spiritually deep and accommodating hmm, that although it was a small physical place, space, hmm, the measure of the love was extraordinary and this of course is what makes a place accommodating, not its space necessarily, but the nature of the affection in a place. As I've often said, well, you could have the whole desert to yourself and be discontent, although it was a large piece of land or a whole planet to yourself. But if you could have a small cave with someone you loved, it would be more spacious, more accommodating. So the quality of the space is what we are concerned with. Hmm? And so there in that room... Hmm? And in the Anti Lila, the end, the final Lila of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes, he would hear the songs of, of, of Jayadev and Vidyapati and Chandidas cited by his by Ramananda and Srup Damodar, who were his sole companions practically at that time, and uh, relished these texts that were written, as I say, before Chaitanya Mahaprabhu about the very thing that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was. Pursuing now, we say that this has never been given to the world except by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. What that means is that although these feelings were were expressed by Jayadev, for example, they weren't never put into a systematic um, method of teaching them and distributing them and so forth. This is what a sampradaya does, a lineage does. Just like you have some poets who the Alwars in the Ramanuja Sampradaya who wrote poetry, they were mystics and so forth, but their what they wrote about, the love of God that they wrote about, it wasn't until Ramanuja came and took that and kind of put it into a system and then systematically taught it, distributed it, that it became readily available. Hmm? So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu really we would think that as Krishna, he inspired these poets to write these things, hmm, preceding the appearance, his appearance as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that he might take advantage of them and refer to them and so forth. So, so it is with Jayadev's book. It's a very elevated uh, book, and by reading it without hearing it from the Guru Parampara, one might misunderstand what it what it's what it's about. Although Jayadev's book, Gita Govinda, is probably much easier to understand with regard to its spiritual nature than some of the writings of Chandidas. Uh, I've never looked at the works of Vidyapati, but... Um, but anyway, Jayadev's work is quoted here. It's said that Jayadev wrote the Gita Govinda. It's a poem, a drama, with song interspersed. And um, in his time, or I guess... Shortly after his time, it was taken up by the Raj in Puri, and it was enacted in drama and dance before the deities of uh, of Jagannath on a regular basis to entertain the deity. 
And of course, it was Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who came when he came to Puri. He revealed the deepest idea, the deepest understanding of what Jagannath Swami, there the deity, is, is about. Hmm? How he's Krishna with those big, wide open eyes that never blink because he's looking for Radha everywhere. Hmm? And of course, when he went on the Rathiatra, he saw Radha in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu dancing, hmm? taking him back to Vrindavan. This is what the Rathiatra is about, taking Krishna from, from Dwarka, bringing him back to Vrindavan, back to Kurukshetra, where he met the Vrindavan um, inhabitants. And we heard this earlier in our discussions. Krishna confessed that wherever I am, I'm really with you, to Radha and the gopis. Hmm? So, a beautiful book, uh, Gita Govinda. It said that Jadev um, uh, wrote the book uh, after he married and settled down, and he uh, there's a high point in the text, and while he was writing from his meditation, hmm, the idea or the the in his meditation, the the idea that Krishna was completely subordinate to Radha arose, and in the context of the text, as it was coming to him in his heart, Krishna bowed down to touch the feet of Radha. That's where this book is going. Hmm? And he thought for a moment, how can I write that? How can I write that Krishna is bowing down and is subordinate to anyone, even if it be Radha. I mean, how will people understand that? He's God. So everybody worships him. Everybody bows down to him. Everybody touches his feet. Hmm? He's going to touch Radha's feet. What is What kind of theological statement am I going to make by saying that? It's coming in my heart. Maybe I'm confused. Hmm? Um, maybe my meditation is taking me astray here. So so he, he, he took a little bit of... Um, a break from his writing, isn't it? And he and he uh, he left, and he came back, and um, his wife had cooked the dinner, and she was eating. And he said, "He said we've cooked dinner, and he didn't wait for me to come, hmm? and you're 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 eating." What's with that? And she said, "What are you talking about? You ate half an hour ago, and uh, and I'm I'm eating now. And what are you talking about? I cooked, I served it to you, and was keeping everything hot. And then and, you, and then I went and ate. And what are you talking about? And he, and he he was like, "What's going on?" And he was like confused. So he 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 went into his room, hmm? isn't it? And he looked at his book. And the words that he was going to write, that he hesitated to write, were written in the book. And then he realized that Krishna had come in the form of himself, appearing like the husband, ate the dinner, went in and wrote the words that Jayadev himself was afraid to write. He had an inspiration, an epiphany, but he wasn't he was so extraordinary that he was he thought maybe i'm crazy here is there any confirmation for this in the scriptures anywhere that 
there's such a there's such a, a, a situation where Krishna will bow, touch the feet of Radha, and and be completely subordinate to her. So, so Krishna came, and wrote it in himself. Finished the sentence, appeared like Jayadev, disguised, hmm? was fed, wrote it, left. So he saw it and he realized. And so this is this is the beauty of Gita Govinda, and it centers on this um, this. As I mentioned the other day, other Rasli, the more famous Rasli is the Rasli of the Bhagavatam, hmm, which occurs, as I mentioned, in the autumn season, hmm, the harvest moon. And this Basant Rasli occurs in springtime. They're different. Hmm? They're two circles, so to speak. Hmm? And the Basant, or the, the, the Saradiya, Sarad Purnim, the, the Rasalila of the Bhagavatam, in a sense, is centered on Krishna, hmm? more overtly. Hmm? And the, the Rasalila described in the springtime in Gita Govinda is centered very overtly on Radha. Hmm? This is one of the differences. One is more external, centered on Krishna, and it describes a rasa lila that sadhakas can enter into. Hmm? This is the prakat lila, the manifest lila on earth, and it manifests. Krishna manifests his on, lila on earth to to tender to those sadhakas who have become siddhas in their practice hmm? and have taken birth to participate in the lila. And further develop their uh, dominant uh, sentiment of love for Krishna. Hmm? So we find in the Bhagavatam, for example, some gopis they tried to go, they couldn't quite enter. Others went later. Those devotees and, and described the last um, obstacles hmm, to their entering were removed by their separation not being able to go that night, and later they um, joined him on another night and so forth. So this Rasalila of the Bhagavatam speaks of an entry point hmm, for sadhakas hmm, in Madhuri Rasa. And so it's more external in that sense because it's an opening, hmm, a window of opportunity that the Bhagavatam that Lila provides for newcomers to enter. Hmm? There they take birth in the Lila of Krishna and they get the association of the eternal associates of Krishna. And so, and so it's an entry point. Hmm? Therefore, as I say, it's more external and Krishna is more prominently, um, he's playing the flute, they're all coming. Hmm? He plays the fifth note. The fifth note is, is the color of the fifth note on the Indian scale is blackish blue sham. This is the romantic color. The sound pa is the panchama, fifth note. Hmm? This is uh, it uh, governed by by Madurasa, by romantic love. So he played this note, this flute. They came, they met with him. Conversation ensued, and eventually the dance began, and so on and so forth. Um, and the fact. The position of Radha is more um, hidden there. 
I mean, it does come out, as we see, because he left the dance, and we find he wasn't alone, he was with her. Hmm? But he also abandoned her. And in the end, of course, he confesses as to the nature of their love. Hmm? But he does speak in the plural there about the gopis. Hmm? And so the, the and this is what Mahaprabhu is also saying, that the position of Radha is there. I, I see what you're saying, but it's not as overtly brought out. So in the Vasant Rasalila, the p- central position of Radha is very, very clear. And so here our Ramananda is going to reference this Rasalila described in the uh, poetry of Gita Govinda. Hmm? He'll cite two verses. It says, and the verse goes, Kang sarir apisangsara vasana pada shrinkalam radham adhaya hraye tatyaja brajasundare. He says, Kang sarir apisangsara. Kang sari is, uh, ari means enemy, and kangsa means kangsa. Kangsa was a big obstacle in the manifest. Leela, he sent so many demons to Vrindavan to try to kill Krishna and so forth. Ultimately, Krishna, of course, dealt with all of them and with him as well. Hmm? And it's curious that uh, that in such a, a deep and um, romantic section and moment of the Leela, Krishna would be referred to as Kamsari because that's a whole other different Leela in Mathura. And the killing of the demons is kind of like a secondary thing that Krishna does. His main thing is to, 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 to protect the devotees. As I said, he appears to minister to the feelings of separation of the devotees that have reached a point where they can't live without him. He brings his whole Leela then to bring them in. Hmm? This is called Surup City. From Surup City, one goes to Vastu City and enters the Leela, and Krishna disappears with the Leela, becomes unmanifest. The devotees go with him. So, that Leela, the unmanifest Leela, it's eternally going on, but there's no demon killing going on there. Hmm? The demon killing is called an occasional Leela that he performs when he comes to the world occasionally. Hmm? But, um, uh, it, the the invoking of this particular name does help to help us to appreciate in the midst of what might be construed as an ordinary love affair between a young boy and a young girl it helps us to appreciate the fact that that this young boy is after all the killer of kamsa and the establishment of, of or of dharma and so on and so forth and and um, and so he's divine and oftentimes we find this in the bhagavatam that a, a name of Krishna that that demonstrates that he is is God hmm, is invoked in the midst of this Madhuri Lila that it might be um, better conveyed hmm, or understood that this may look like one thing but it's something different. The whole of the Bhagavatam, for example, here it is in Gita Govinda, but the Bhagavatam is is a kind of written by Vyasa or spoken by Sukadev in such a way that there's a tightrope that's being walked between Aishvarya and Madhurya. Madhurya means sweetness. Madhurya means that Krishna appears human or he is human. Hmm? 
in that humans have passions and humans have fears and anxieties and Krishna has anxiety. Does Radha love me or not? Hmm? He's God, completely human at the same time. This is a this is a divine humanism. So this on the one side, the sweetness, the human likeness, and the other side, the godliness. So he's, he's weaving between these two, walking like a tightrope, and trying to talk about the sweetness of Krishna Leela hmm, in such a way that by invoking the Aishvarya, the majesty of the godliness of Krishna here and there, that, that, that sweetness will be better understood and not be misconstrued. Hmm. So this is perhaps one of the reasons why Jayadev has used this name here. Hmm? Uh, one of the principal commentators on Gita Govinda has also said that that uh, that this Kamsa uh, Adi can also mean hmm, um, uh, looking closely at the grammar who gives happiness. Hmm? One who gives happiness. So this is a and we take away the Aishvarya from it, the majesty from the name. And, of course, um, the gopis are, in Radha's, this, what precedes this chapter is Radha's feelings of um, separation for Krishna, hmm? her longing for him, and, and so on. So he does uh, bring an end to that, and that of all the gopis, fulfills their desires, makes them happy, ultimately. Hmm? So Kamsarir Api Sangsara Vasana Badashringala. So it says that Krishna, enemy of Kamsa or who who makes his devotees happy. Sangsara Vasana. Sangsara Vasana means Sangsara means the world. And Vasana means the desires that bind us to the world, this desire that makes the world go around. The Buddha said that of his four noble truths, what that the world is about suffering, hmm? and the cause of the suffering is the thirst for things. Hmm? So you can, this isn't hard to figure out, you can experience this on a, on a daily basis. Why are you in anxiety? Because you want something. Hmm? It's real simple. Something you have that you don't want, pursue it. So, and when and 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 to get things is troublesome. Hmm? To acquire is, is troublesome. Hmm? So desire. <laughs> Therefore, some people like to just extinguish desire, and then they think that they will be happy. They won't suffer, but that's not the full idea of happiness either. This is where bhakti differs. Many spiritual traditions seek to end suffering, and they call that bliss. The Bhagavatam says, no, we're not trying to end suffering. If, if we have to suffer to serve Krishna, no problem. We're trying to serve. We're not trying to take the world, acquire it. Neither are, are we trying to become free from the world and any obligations, any work. Hmm? This is karma and jnana. Hmm? Both are worldly-centered. 
the karma orientation is worldly, to acquire the world, make it mine, and the gyan orientation is to get away from the world. So both are oriented either trying to take the world or get away from the world, and bhakti, the focus is dedication, not renunciation, not acquisition or exploitation, but dedication, and if in the course of dedicating ourselves, hmm, we have to acquire things, we will do it. And if we have to give up things in the course of devotion, no problem. Hmm? This is the end of the of this chasing after happiness, running away from sorrow, hmm? serving. Hmm? So this is our normal position. We we are not the center, so we have some obligation hmm, to our source. This is the idea. So so we're not interested in ending uh, desire, but we're interested in developing love for Krishna and a serving ego, so a serving desire rather than an enjoying. Desire. That will end the suffering of the world automatically without trying and give us a positive position in eternality rather than just a negative position, ending the suffering. Hmm? You follow? It's like if you have, I've given an example before, if you have negative numbers, negative one, negative two, negative three, that's like being in the world of karma because you've taken and now you owe. You borrowed money from the bank, looks like you got a whole bunch of money. When you read the fine print, you owe a whole bunch of money. Hmm? You actually are in more debt. You, you're worse than zero. You had nothing. You borrowed money, and now you owe that money plus interest. So it, material life makes it look like we have something, hmm, but actually we're worse than zero. So the Buddha and the Gyanmarg want to take us from negative numbers to zero. Now, zero in relation to negative numbers is positive. But the question of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's tradition is, are there any positive numbers? He says, yes, up to 108. Hmm. What is the nature of that, the, the happiness, the joy, the, the joy of not even of the of Atmananda, but Premananda? Hmm. So, we weigh into this Premananda here in this section. Uh, of Chaitanya Charitamrita. And so, Vasana Bandha Shrinkalam, Sangsara Vasana Bandha Shrinkalam, says, uh, well, it ordinarily means bound by the desire of uh, of the world, or, or he, Krishna is bound by what appears to be worldly desire. He's bound by his love for Radha. Krishna, the enemy of Kamsa, Sangsara Vasana Badashrinkalam. Badashrinkalam means that like a chain. Krishna, by his desire, his world, as an apparent worldly desire for Radha, just like worldly desire binds us, shackles us. Hmm? There's a bhav in this world called maitunya bhav. Hmm? Maitunya bhav means like to, like maitunya means like ball and chain. They used to take criminals and put a, a chain 
around their ankle, a, 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 a brace, a, a clasp around the ankle, and then a, ch- a short chain and a heavy ball. So you couldn't really go anywhere. Not too fast, anyway. Hmm? Ball and chain. So, uh, Maitunya Bhav means like that. And this is the attraction between um, the sexes. This is the, makes the world go round. It's bind, bond, b- binding. Hmm? You see the power of bhakti. One can be, one can, in the, in the context of that, one can become even a lover of God. Hmm? In yoga marg and jnana marg, you have to be completely celibate to practice. Bhakti marg is so powerful that you could be a householder hmm? and still develop love of God. Of course, you would lose the attraction in due course, but this is the power of bhakti. It can go into such a situation, which would be, which is the, which is the, the bed of, you know, from which material life and bondage uh, uh, takes birth and so forth. Hmm. Bhakti can go there and convert it, so to speak. Hmm. So, at any rate, he, he, here, of course, sangsar also means, sangsar, sar means essence, and sam, samyak, uh, complete essence, really saying he's bound by the real, most comprehensive essence of attraction, which is Madhuri Rasa. He's bound by Madhuri Rasa. Hmm? Hmm? And, and this is spiritual, of course, and his love for Radha. But she is the ball and chain, this verse is saying, around which he moves, around which this whole Rasa Leela, in the springtime Rasa Leela, the Gita Govinda, is revolving. Hmm? Therefore, what? Radham, so he's bound like a like, like by ball and chain hmm, to the love of 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 Radha. Hmm. He took that love in his heart. It says, hmm, and 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 bound by it. Hmm, that by which the whole Rasali around which the whole Rasalila is revolving. Going around, hmm? and taking her in his heart, he gave up tatyaja, Vrajasundari. He gave up the plural, it means in the plural, all of the other gopis. All of the other gopis, he gave them up. Hmm? This is the statement. So, this is something like Mahaprabhu wanted to hear. This Rasa Leela, it's different. Krishna was there, gopis had come. They were. Uh, uh, this is Chandrasarovara. The moon is at the base of Govardhan. The moon froze, watching this. This is not a leela where sadhakas have a chance to enter. So it's more internal. Hmm? This is a completely internal, closed circle, and Radha's position now is very o- 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 overtly. Um, manifest as this verse is saying Krishna was with other gopis and partying with them dancing with them exchanging um, talk and banter and and so on and so forth and Radharani was thinking what's this you told me that you know 
that you love me the most, but it doesn't appear that to be the case. I'm out of here. And she left. Hmm? She left. Actually, Radharani knows that all the gopis together cannot please Krishna as much as her. No, she actually left in one sense. Hmm? It's all about... She's a little bit of a huff. This is called man. Hmm? A kind of a manifestation of kind of jealous love. Hmm? It's full. It's very sweet. And um, this uh, draws the couple together in, in a bond of love that, that much more. You don't want to get in the middle of an, of an argument between two... two uh, to be of a couple. You don't want to do that <laughs> and take one side or the other. They both end up being against you in, in due course. So so this is kind of like a lover's quarrel. Hmm? It's technically called man. Hmm? It, uh, this uh, uh, Ramana Roy will explain it a little bit, the way in which this love moves. Hmm? He'll cite from Ujwal Nilmani as we, as we go... Uh, Book of Rupa Goswami as we go a little, little, little further. But anyway, she, le- she left. Hmm? And, and with her departure, hmm, all of the gopis together could not satisfy Krishna. The whole Rasa Leela was, was done, it's over. Forget it. Everybody go home, he said. Radha's not here. It doesn't work for me. Shijiba Goswami has uh, narrated a Leela that's not found in the Bhagavatam. Hmm? In his Gopal Champu, that's very beautiful. Uh, it pre- just just precedes the Rasalila of Bhagavatam, hmm? and he depicts envisions Krishna practicing on his flute. The purpose of Krishna's flute, of course, is to attract Radha's attention. Hmm? He tries, he plays it. Um, he sees, he gets, the, he, he can cause the rivers to become like land and freeze and still, and land to move like rivers. He can get animals, cows, to, to give milk by playing his flute. So he practices the different notes and and and, and, and so forth. And, and so he's working on this fifth note that I mentioned earlier. That is Kam Gayatri. He's working on that. And so he goes into the forest, he's playing the flute, Gopis hear it, and they all come. And Radha hears it, and passes out. Hmm? She passes out. Brinda, Gopi, who's arranging these, helping to arrange these different pastimes with Purnamasi, she freaks out. Radha has gone into a coma. Hmm? There's no bringing her out. She brings Purnamasi, the elderly mystic, who's, both of these are, forms of yoga maya, this potency of Krishna that, or, that organizes the leela and changes the scenery and, and and follows Krishna. Yoga maya follows Krishna like a shadow. Whatever his desire is, she's anticipating ahead of time and making it all possible, manifesting what's necessary. So, Radharani is, is brought to the house of Purnamasi along the bank of the Jamuna. Madhu Mangala is called in. Hmm? Radha's in a coma, what to do? Brenda Davies just like, as I say, freaking out. And of course, the Purnamasi, she's trying to calm them down. Take it easy, take it We'll work this out. Hmm? Mangal, you got to get Krishna here. Meanwhile, Krishna's in the forest. All the gopis come. 
here they are, they float. He's looking at millions of gopis. What is he looking for? One gopi. <laughs> he's looking for Radha. And she's not there. And he says, I'm just playing my flute here. You shouldn't be here. Hmm? You should all go back home. Hmm? You might have thought I was calling you, but it's, it's just, I'm just playing the flute, that's all. Hmm? You're not supposed to be out here like this. Go on back. Hmm? Radha didn't come, so he's disappointed. Meanwhile, Nana Mongol brings him and says, you, know, you have to come, Purnamasi called. See the condition of Radha. Hmm? And 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 Purnamasi says, okay, now you got to do the right thing here. Okay, you've got it. You, he says, okay. Well, what's the story? Who's she? And uh, and and what am I supposed to do? Hmm? I shouldn't even be here. I'm a brahmachari. And um, and you, you brought me here with this guy, Madamongo. Okay, he, he he dragged me here. So what am I supposed to do? Purnamasi hmm. and Brindadevi are there, and, and Purnamasi says, you got to do the right thing now. Hmm. We know what you're really about. Okay, what is it? He said, you have got to gotta touch her heart. He said, you've got to be kidding me. Touch her heart. You want to touch a woman? Touch a girl? That's against the Dharma. You're asking me to do something adharmic? Hmm? No, that's, that's not happening. No way. Mata Mongol turns on him. Hmm? With some anger, he says, what kind of person are you? Hmm? Inside of a cloud, there is lightning. If the cloud does not know that there's lightning in there, hmm? what is its position? Hmm? And it can't fully, fully shine. Hmm? If, you, if you don't acknowledge Radha, hmm? then her love won't shine. Hmm? Then what? Hmm? He says, are oh, you just prattling, talking, talking? What do you know about anything? This guy just babbling over here. Hmm? Hmm. This way this discussion is going on and Krishna is starting to manifest ecstatic symptoms, just hearing that Rod is in the next room, passed out, coma. He, he worried what to do, but he's trying to put up a good front and so forth. So Purnama says, okay, look, I tell you what, just what you do then, if you can't touch her heart, then just go and stand there Hmm? in front of her, and then and maybe she'll open her eyes and just see you, and just by seeing you, then she'll get, regain her full her full vigor and energy and life and so forth. Krishna's a little reluctant, but she says, no, that's okay, you know, we, you go by yourself, we won't have to, there won't be any witnesses. You just go. So he, he takes her out to the, to the hut and takes him out, she takes him out, places him there and and he's standing there and, and he's trembling he's crying a river of tears his hairs are standing on end just seeing Radha hmm? and Brenda Davy comes in and just takes his foot grabs it puts it on her heart <laughs> and Radharani wakes up and uh, uh, and, uh, and the curse says okay uh, uh, Manamongo get me out of here uh, I'm not supposed to be here you know and then then he goes and, and he's Hanging on Mother Mongol, who's holding him up, dragging him back to his friends, you know, giving him support. He said, "You did the right thing. You did the right thing." Yeah. <laughs> this way, Jiva Goswami has brought out the, this the nature of Krishna's love for Radha. Huh? He has 
mm-hmm. controlled by that. Here, in the verse of um, Gita Gobinda, he's the dear Lalita. Dear Lalita means that person, that form of Krishna, that personality of Krishna, the type of poetic hero hmm, in drama, who's conquered by by his lover, who's subjugated by the lover. So he's fully subjugated by Radha. She leaves the dance, and he leaves all the gopis to go after her. Hmm? But he can't find her. She's out somewhere in the forest. He can't find her. He looks everywhere. And so what does he do? He sits down, and he begins to weep and lament. Hmm? The point here I'm making is that he's weeping and lamenting Hmm? in separation from Radha, he can't find her. He thinks, how am I going to make up for what I did? I, you know, I was a little rude to her. Now she's going to be all upset. Even if I... And then he, starts, then he starts to get a vision of Radha, a sporty. Then he starts to talk to her. Then she disappears. And he's, starting, he's going mad like this. Hmm? He's in the forest. He's without Radha. Hmm? But he's more satisfied there than he is with all the gopis, even though Radha is not there. Hmm? What power she has, what spell she has, her love has over him, is the point. Remember, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted us some example that if he's really controlled by her, then he must be independent of the other gopis' love and not dependent upon that. Hmm? So, okay, he left right in front of them all. They're going. He didn't say, I'll be back in a minute. He just went. They go, hey, what's happening here? It's over. And where, where is he going? He's gone. Hmm? If that's not enough, he doesn't find her and think, oh, I can't find her. Oh, so I've got to go back to the other gopis. No way. <laughs> that's not happening. That doesn't work. Hmm? He's better off just pining, uh, pining in separation hmm, for her than he is in some vogue, in union with all the other gopis. This is the example that Jayadev has, or that uh, that uh, Ramananda has, has brought out to satisfy Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's very insightful uh, question. Hmm? Who would think to ask it? But of course, Ramananda's got got the answer. Hmm? In the second verse, uh, it basically describes what I've uh, said hmm? that. Being afflicted by the arrow of Cupid and unhappily regretting his mistreating Radha, Madhava, which is who's the husband of the goddess of fortune, and it also means who's controlled by Radha, began to search for her along the banks of the Jamuna. And when he failed to find her, he entered the bushes of Vrindavan and began to lament, as I've described. So, E duishloke arto vicharile jane, vicharite utte jane amrite kane. Ramana said, simply by considering these two verses, one can understand what nectar there is in such dealings between Radha and Krishna. It is exactly like freeing a mine of nectar. Just like if you were mining and you just found a huge vein of gold, something like that. Whoa. He says, we've gone deep and we've found something very rich here. Hmm? These two verses, this we cannot say what nectar there is in this. Hmm? What is the position of Radha? Shatakoti gopis hange 
रसोविलास थार मध्य एक मुझे रहे राधाभाष Although Krishna was in the midst of hundreds of thousands of gopis, he still kept himself. He 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 went alone hmm, to stand before Radha. Sadharana prem, sadharana preme dekhi sarvatra samatha. Radha ra kuttila preme hoila bhamata. Krishna is generally sadharani prem. In prem, sadharana means general. In general prem, he's equal to everybody. Hmm? But in this situation, we find something, something very different. Hmm? He's showing favoritism to Radha over all the gopis. He says that what? Hmm? Uh, ordinarily, in all situations, in prem, he's equal to everybody. But here, kutila preme hoila. As this special, this man, he says, we talking about this man manifest, this jealousy of Radha, this special obstacle that that is so powerful that, that it causes his preem to 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 rise to such a height that hmm, so he's so controlled by it that he shows his his partiality. Hmm? To Radha in such an extreme way, the extreme partiality there. All other gopis can be. Of course, you have to understand all these gopis that we're talking about. They're all partial manifestations of Radha. Hmm? Even her chief competitor, Chandravali. It's like Radha has certain all emotions of love for Krishna, and one of those or two of those manifest as a gopi, and as another gopi, and as another gopi. Hmm? Krishna wants to taste that. He might go to her or her, but if he wants. Everything he comes to Radha, hmm? so we shouldn't see it in a mundane way. Krishna's partiality; hmm? these are all partial manifestations of herself. Hmm? Then he quotes the verse from Ujjwal Nilmani: "Ahir eva gati premnas svabhava guti labavet aho ato hetor hetoscha yunor mana udanchati." Rupa Goswami has taught there that the nature of loving affairs between the young boy and a young girl hmm, is that it moves in a crooked way, like a snake moves like this. Sometimes with good reason, she rejects him. And sometimes for no reason, she rejects him. Sometimes he does something, and she becomes upset with him. And sometimes he doesn't do anything, but her her, her advisor Lita says, "Now when he's coming, okay, we got him to come here. He's on his way here. But when he gets here, play hard to get, okay? Play hard to get. Don't don't just give in to him right away. Just pretend like you're not interested." And so he shows this mom. There's no real reason for it. He didn't do anything wrong. Still, she's showing. And this is the way this loving relationship moves. Well, this is this is as you see. This is happening in. This is very. This is for siddhas, not for sadhaka, sadhakas. Sadhakas won't experience sneha, man, pranay, rag, and rag, bhav, mahabhav, until they reach the point where they've attained prem, and now they take birth, where Krishna is performing the lila, and then these developments, sneha, man, according to their rasa, hmm, will develop.
So, Krodakari, Krodakari, Rasa Chadi, Gelaman Kori. When Radharani left the Rasa dance out of anger and resentment, Krishna became very anxious because he could not see her. Samyak sar basana Krishna rasalila rasalila basanate radhika srinkal. He's explaining the verses. Lord Krishna's desire in the Rasa Lila circle is perfectly complete. Hmm? Radharani is the binding link in that desire. In other words, without her being there, the whole thing doesn't work. As I said, she's the she's the string called the, the chain. Hmm? What happened here? Oops! I just pressed the wrong thing. We're way into. I'm going to. Wrong chapter here. So, anyway, he's answered the question very nicely. And Mahaprabhu now will say that he wants to hear something more still. Hmm. And he'll ask to hear about the tattva of Krishna and the tattva of Radha. So, it's been very um, much about bhava here. Mm. Now he's going to go for some siddhanta. Tattva is like the ground, like the, like the canvas in which the art of bhava and lila prem is drawn. So, again, it's not ordinary love, so there's a philosophical canvas. So he's going to ask for some him to go in a particular direction. Give the tattva about the person of Radha, the person of Krishna. Hmm? And Ramana will say, I'll, I, you know, I'll do what you say, really, because really what's happening is that I'm like a violin hmm? and you are the musician. You are playing on the strings and I'm speaking. It's actually you're asking me the questions, but you know the answers, and I'm, 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 I'm giving them. So, they, 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 they we, we get moved back. I don't think I'll be able to find it, but I know it anyway. <laughs> we get moved. Can you see me? Find moved back to from the very high point now, to what? To the the difference between Ramananda and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He says you're a sannyasi. And I'm just an ordinary person, and whatever I'm saying is actually coming from you. And Mahaprabhu says, "No, I'm just a Maya body. Hmm? I took sannyas from a Maya. Body. I'm just a Maya body sannyasi. What do I know about these things? Sarva Bhattacharya told me to come here and meet you, and that's my good fortune that I've met you. Hmm? And we're back to like this difference." apparent difference between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramana where it all began. Hmm? The conversation began with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was a sannyasi, Ramananda was a sudra. Hmm? They, they met with one another and they embraced and people said, what's going on? The sannyasi is embracing the sudra and they're, having, they're crying and stuff. What's this all about? This is, this is weird. This is not... Uh, it's, it's, it's foreign to the socio-religious system that we live in. Hmm? 
there shouldn't be happening. What is it? Hmm? So, as we can see, what it is, is it transcends the Varnashram hmm, entirely, which was the beginning point that he said, the answer to Mahaprabhu's question, what's the goal of life? So, perform Varnashram, a general religious idea. Hmm? And so now this is going to be emphasized again here, in that what? Mahaprabhu says that, uh, you know, I'm just a Mayabodhi Sannyasi, and... and, and and what you're saying is nectar, it's giving me life, and, and Ramana says, I'm just a sudra, and he says, Kiva vipra kiva nashi sudra kenenoi. Ye Krishna tattu veta se guru hoi. Famous verse. Hmm? So we go, we go back to a very basic thing here. Guru and Krishna, and then the guru, Ramananda in this case, will speak the tattva. Hmm? Ground us in some tattva. Krishna tattva. Radha tattva. So we, our head is spinning now in bhav hmm? and these wonderful uh, leelas of prem hmm? and man, hmm? uh, mahabhav, and so forth. We heard about these things. So now take us down a little bit. Mahaprabhu says what? That you, people may say you're a sudra, that's an external consideration. My position is this. Kiba bipra kibanasi sudra kenenoi. Whether you are a, one is a sudra, whether one is a brahman, kibavipra, kibanasi, a sannyasi, kibavipra, kibanasi, sudra kenenoi. Whether you're a, 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 a sudra, whether you're a North American, a Central American, or whatever it is, said it doesn't have any bearing. If you know the truth about Krishna, ye Krishna tattva veta, Krishna tattva veta, if you veta, if you know the truth about Krishna, Krishna tattva, say Guru Hoy, you are my Guru. Hmm? So, he's, so he's saying, my religion is like this. Hmm? Anybody who knows the truth about Krishna, that person is qualified to be my Guru, regardless of what their position may be otherwise in the society. And so you have to understand this point in the context of a Varnashram society. This is happening in a Varnashram society. We don't live in a Varnashram society, but in the Varnashram society, then um, there is also gurus and disciples and initiations, and there are rules for all of that, and a Brahman can initiate a Brahman, and others can initiate another, and, and they... And this is this is not the religion of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? This is Ragmarg, hmm? and 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 Ramananda is his Ragmarg guru, teaching him about the Ragmarg. Hmm? It has nothing to do with Varnashram. It leaves Varnashram, as we heard in the beginning already, far behind. Uh, people are so so contaminated. Hmm? By the Varnashram. Varnashram is karma marg. Hmm? That means it's a it's a religious practice. We heard this earlier for the sake for for the purpose of acquiring materially. Hmm? I do this sacrifice, I get this. Hmm? I do enough sacrifices, I get to go to heaven and enjoy there. Then I come down again, of course. But so long, I don't think about it. So this this is this Varnashram is the ordinary idea of religion. God, provide for me, please. Hmm? I will chant, please give me something. Hmm? 
Thank you. If I need something else, I'll call your name again. But otherwise, I'm not very interested. This is uh, the general idea of Varnashram. There's no, there's no real, there's no Uttam Bhakti there. So, but, but, um, Rupa Goswami makes a very strong point when he defines Bhakti. He says, hmm? The marginal characteristics of this Bhakti that I'm talking about, he says, is that it's not covered by Gyan and by, or by Karma. Hmm? What that means is, in the Bhakti that I'm talking about, those who engage in it don't think that if they don't do something follow an injunction of Varnashram, hmm, that there will be a problem. They, they feel, their faith is just by doing bhakti, everything will be perfect. And you have to understand, that's going against the whole religious way of thinking of the time, the whole culture. It's totally governed by this. It doesn't sound so revolutionary to us because we don't live in a Varnashram society, but it's totally governed by this and and the idea is that I'm going to just forego it, forget it, hmm? and just do bhakti. Sarvadharman pritya hmm? Same thing. This is the teaching of the Gita. Hmm? Bhagavatam is developing that much more in Chaitanya Charitamrita as well. So this is an example of that. Hmm? Hmm? But it such, has such a powerful hold on people. That's why Rupa Goswami is making this point and defining it. He's saying... You have to, it has to be uncovered by karma and jnana. Hmm? We already heard jnana shunya bhakti. What is this? He's railing on jnana. Hmm? The idea that you have to become pure first. No, do bhakti. Even in an impure condition, bhakti will come to you. Hmm? Becoming pure is nothing. What? <laughs> Becoming pure is nothing? Yeah, that's the teaching. Hmm? When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was performing Kirtan in Navadweep in the house of Srivastakur, one man, he was living so purely that he only, he, his, the way he sustained his body was just by drinking milk. Hmm? He told Mahaprabhu, I want to get into your Kirtan, I only drink milk, I'm pure. And Mahaprabhu said, <laughs> you think just by drinking milk you can get into my Kirtan? It's not possible. Sorry. Hmm? The qualification is not purity. Hmm? This is, you know, standing the, the religious world on its head. What? Hmm? Purity is nothing. It's It happens in the context of bhakti. Surely. Vasudeva bhagavati bhakti yoga prayojita janayati asuvairagam jnanam chayirohoitita. Purity means the heart will become cleansed. That happens in the context of bhakti. But we don't do bhakti to cleanse the heart. We do bhakti for bhakti's sake. And bhakti cleans the heart. Hmm? And Krishna takes his place there. This is very incredible <laughs> the way of thinking. It's very revolutionary. Hmm? And it's speaking about the efficacy of bhakti, of course. Hmm? From bhakti you'll never be lacking. We want things, we go after them, that's the karma mark. But what's the teaching of, 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 of bhakti? Ananyas chintayantomam yejana paryupasate tesham nitmyuktanam yoga chemam bahamyaham. 
For my devotees, Krishna says, I personally provide what they lack hmm? and preserve what they have. I, I give them everything they need. I personally provide everything they need. Hmm? As far as purity goes, hmm? it will come in, 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 in due course. It will come quickly by bhakti. But we don't do bhakti to become pure. That's what the jnani's orientation. I want to become my heart become pure. I want to come from the negative numbers, which are unbecoming, to zero. I don't owe any money. I'm cool. But you don't have any either. I need to spend in a meaningful way. Bhakti means given whole, given a real wealth by comparison, the positive numbers. So, Rupa Goswami's statement is very revolutionary. Gyan karma, gyan karma adi anavritam. Uncovered by gyan and karma. Because the whole world is moving for karma and gyan. The whole world, everyone's moving to acquire things hmm, and to give up things. When I acquired them and they didn't work out, <laughs> I want to get rid of it now. Hmm? Or you acquire hmm, and you become wise and realize, oh, what's really happening is this acquisition is what's the cause of my suffering. So I don't want to suffer so I'm going to stop acquiring. Hmm? That's moving towards again. So the whole these are the two tracks on which the world runs. Bog and Tiag. Bog and Tiag. Enjoying, giving up. Then there are systems for enjoying. That's called the Karma Mark. And systems for renouncing. Hmm? And renouncing is a corollary of knowing because if you know hmm, that I want enduring happiness. If you have knowledge, you know you can't get it in relation to things that don't endure, so you give them up. That's called renunciation. Bhakti is not about renunciation. It's not about knowledge. <laughs> it's not about acquisition. It's about loving Krishna. And of course, in the context of that, one becomes completely renounced, one becomes completely... Uh, it's the full face of love. Hmm? Of knowing, I should say. Loving. Loving is pregnant with a kind of knowing that's essential. Hmm? No extra baggage hmm? of knowing. So this is very, very revolutionary idea what Rupa Goswami has taught. And and to, just to emphasize the point, those who are living in, have lived and have been raised in even a semblance of the Varnashram system, like in India, hmm? There's a semblance of it among some religious people. Hmm? We have seen many examples of them hmm. thinking that without doing karma, problem with the bhakti. Hmm? Unless you're a Brahmin, you cannot be a guru. Hmm? I've heard Gaudiya Vaishnava people even writing a book, unless you're a Brahmin, you can't be a guru. Well, and then they take a verse like this of Mahapakibhi Prakibhanasya Shudrakini and they say, well, you could be a Siksha Guru, but not a Diksha Guru. Because according to the Dharma Shastra, so this is a very heavy burden that they carry. And um, therefore, the point has to be emphasized. It's easy for us because we're not in the Varnashram society and it's very accommodating to us, But such is the nature of bhakti. But, but then some persons then... They will think, oh, these are Mlecha Vaishnavas, or they're, 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 
impure Vaishnavas or something like that, because they come from these other f- countries, and and we better be careful not to get in their shadow or something like that. And this is very. It just just goes to show you how powerful that is. And Rupa Goswami is trying to break that. Hmm? And, um, and this is the teaching. So we're back to square one in a sense here, Varnashram, again, re-emphasizing. Take a breath. Hmm? And Ramananda Rai will begin his teach hmm, as a guru of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, one of his gurus, about Krishna Tattva and then Radha Tattva, Prem Tattva. Hmm? And vilas prem prem vibarta vilas tattva we ended the manjari bhav and it's going like this. So, any questions? Yes. I probably shouldn't ask this, but it's possible when Krishna left or separated himself from Radha, it was to recompose himself as the absolute controller. No, he didn't. He didn't. Um, you mean in the in the when he, when he yeah well, I I just remember one time he he, he left he uh, left Radha yeah uh, why did he do? he was just so overwhelmed from her love maybe you know I was just kind of no he says he teaches there in the Bhagavatam what he did he left in order to showcase their love because he thought well, if I leave her then she'll experience separation that will make her heart grow fonder that will be good for her and then then the world will see how extraordinary her, her love is. But what happened was he saw how extraordinary her love is and it exceeded his own expectations. He was His his mind was blown. And so then he had to make, make that love his God, his deity. He definitely lost his composure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that is, that is Krishna. Anything else? Yes. Gita Govinda verse where Krishna is referred to as Kamsari. Um, because that pastime occurs after Krishna leaves Vrindavan. So is that, <laughs> did you say that, that it's because that's, that that's something that takes place in the Aparakat Gita? So it's not according to chronological time or how does it work? I don't understand your question. Krishna killed Kansa after the uh, How can he be called Kansari? Okay, well, that's why there's another, also another way of understanding the word, as I said. Hmm. Well, it's just like in, in Bhagavatam, hmm. quoting Gita, hmm. these things are going in circles. This deal is going around and round and round and round hmm? again and again and again each moment of it is eternal so forth so these are when you explain it then you can draw from different parts and it's not necessarily being explained everything chronologically that's not the purpose of this I mean we do it to some extent chronologically but purpose is to make philosophical points hmm? so I'm wondering the other day where the notes are described, the fifth is the Kamagaitri, and I remember one attracts the cows. Where is this? I don't, I don't remember that. Uh, maybe maybe in Gopal Champu. He's, he's written, Rajiva Goswami written about that. I can't recall. 
Can you say something about the idea that Mop, uh, Krishna tries to serve Radha by collecting up dasis for her? Yeah. Where is that idea found? Where is that? You know, in order to worship Radha, serve Radha, he becomes a sannyasi and tries to get servants. It's found in the Napare Hom Nirabhadya Samrujam, this verse, the second line. Hmm? And, um, Commenting on it, Sanatana Goswami in Brihat Bhagavatamrita hmm, gives the opening for that point. Hmm? The word is given there, uh, sadhuna, sadhu. He says, your, your sadhu, your, I forget the whole line, but the phrase, but your virtuous sadhu-like activities themselves have to be their, your own reward. Hmm? You're so saintly, your behavior is so saintly that that I worship that. Hmm? And in the context of that, Sanatan gives that um, kind of an opening. I've gone in it and opened it a little further. Hmm? The idea of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that's what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is born, so to speak, esoterically speaking. Hmm? So we did we did go over it that, that day, but... Um, he takes from the grammar hmm, and hints at that. Hmm. I've just developed it a little bit further. Hmm. That I, that if, in other words, I your virtuous activities are they're they're saintly. Hmm, I need to become. If I'm to, uh, I should worship those saintly activities. Hmm, that that your love. Is 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 uh, constitutes hmm? because it's its own reward. I, I I'm subordinate to that. I have to worship your saintliness. So how will I worship your how will I worship your saintliness? Hmm? How will I glorify and propitiate, honor, bow down to uh, your 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 saintly nature? Hmm? Um, that's my task, and and I I can't do it in the life of Brahma. But if I was to try, the implication is, hmm, then I would have to become saintly like you. That's the goal, right? Hmm? Your activities are glorious; so they exceed anything I should have. So, if I'm to honor them, I should. Honor that. I have to put that over my head, and that should be my ideal. Hmm? So your virtuous activities should be my ideal, hmm? in order for me to um, pursue that ideal. Well, I have to become virtuous and a sadhu. Hmm? And in the context of that, hmm, I should hmm, glorify that love everywhere. Hmm? This is my task. I should glorify that love every day, as I said. Once in the day of Brahma, I should glorify that love. Hmm? Otherwise, how can I say that I have to worship your love? It, it succeeds anything. It's, 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 my, it's my deity. So I have to do that regularly. Hmm? In the context of worshiping that love, then you're speaking about the glory of it, then people become attracted to it and they become devotees. You follow? And that's what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was doing. So, I had to become a sadhu. Hmm? 
pretty also could also be seen in relation to Krishna feeling that I just can't me alone reciprocate so he would start recruiting units of service to Radharani and reciprocation to her in that way yeah what else Okay, what's the time? Stop there. Shri Chaitanya Chaitamrita Ki Jai. Shri Siddhaji Gopal Ki Jai. Puri Vaishnava Gopal Parag Ki Jai. Gaur Bhakti Bindu Ki Jai. Gaur Bhakti Bindu Ki Jai.